The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is to go on this town tonight. Welcome to the Corner of the Sports Hall. We got a live show again. It was 20... Well, let's just say seven days since we talked to you guys last. And I may not be here next week, so I hope the ratings don't go down. I don't know which one of you guys are going to run the show. But I may be in, uh, well, actually, I'll be at Phoenix College. So I won't make it in time. Maybe I will. Radio. Don't go up. <laughs> we're, we're, we're creating that suspense. Yeah, <laughs> You'll be here and not be here. I, we I don't still know. like to call in. It, it's, uh, I know when Alex called in, it was a good show. It just sounded yeah. better. Right. Because he wasn't in the studio doing it. You weren't intimidated by my looks? No, 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 no. I like to be around the ladies anyway. That's fair. Alex Clancy in the studio, Deborah Debris, yourclears.com, at Alex Clancy. What's your Twitter page? At Clancy's Corner. At Clancy Corner, yeah. Uh, and we got Cindy Liska. Cindy, you got some good notes. I think we're going to play off those notes, but we do got Clancy Corners. I don't have no idea what he's talking about. We got Down and Dirty with Deborah in the third segment. Um, but we don't have like a 49-minute show, so... Uh, we got to squeeze it all in, mm-hmm. uh, and I want to squeeze in definitely the big f- game tonight. Talk about the fight. Um, what, what else? What fight? The uh, Pacquiao <laughs> fight. Fight, yeah. The fight. Uh, we, the fight that's gonna happen in the studio. <laughs> the Pacquiao um, uh, fight. And what's the guy's name? Bradley. 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 Yeah. Didn't say his name all yesterday. Bradley fight. I can. <laughs> Which was so controversial, but that, that leads into a whole lot of things outside of the fight, which uh, the judges and then how bad refereeing has been in all sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Alex said something off the air before we even got started was that boxing probably is one of the most corrupt. But you remember when the NBA had the um, corrupt? Mm-hmm. I mean, right. I think he was more pressured by the mob than anybody. Um, Donahue. Donahue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Pressured by the mob. Uh, think you're not gonna get caught. When somebody lose money, somebody's name's coming up. Yeah. And whoever's not cashing checks is going to have a problem with money that. Money comes up, somebody's going down. Somebody's going <laughs> down. <laughs> and that's M-O-B. <laughs> money over. Yeah, yeah we got it. Word. We'll yeah, make okay. up your own B word. Okay. Yeah. All right, Cindy, what's up? You had uh, good notes, too. I'm going to have to start uh, counting on those notes. <laughs> Doing my homework. Alex, you can make fun of me now? Mm. No, he, Alex just I'll don't wait. Want, well, wait. well, we we could talk about crowning them, crowning them like uh, Denny Green was saying, but this time you can actually crown the Los Angeles Kings. They they pulled it out. I mean, they just scored at will last night, and I watched a little bit of the game. I was at Uncle Bear sitting at the bar mm-hmm. having a glass of water. It looked like water. And um, they got the best Crown doesn't there. look like water? I can't. I can't. Um, I need to be hypnotized. I noticed you. <laughs> I noticed you know Cindy called her. I want to do it. I want to do it. Yeah, hypnotize me. Uh, Y'all haven't called. No them. text messages. No phone calls. No nothing. Okay, listen. Because they're full of. Okay, here it comes. Okay. Here it comes. I was. I went to another. Hypnotist. I, 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 I. Spivey said. Actually, I said I didn't know she was that deep. I said, man, I've been telling you. Mm-hmm. Spivey was saying it yesterday. He had some water too at Uncle Bear's. Yes, he did. Mm. Yeah, no. They, they all. Uh, Kings do win. They uh 
that was an interesting interesting game because uh, the momentum seemingly had switched. Obviously, uh, the 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 uh, Devils were non-existent in the first three games. Um, their offense, at least, and uh, they they went. I mean, they won one. They won one in uh, in L.A. They went home and they gave the Kings their first loss of the uh, of the playoffs on the road, uh, and they came back and just didn't show up. I, I, just, I just don't understand. I thought that it would have been closer than that. Giving up three goals in the first period just kind of that was it. Six one, six one, and they went ran right through these guys. Um, but I think the series was like it was them. They being the eight seed, New Jersey, New Jersey. Now they play. They they were good. They are good. It's just that. What we saw this eight seed team doing, this eight seed hockey uh, team doing out of LA, uh, just running through everybody, and, and unfortunately they ran through our uh, Phoenix Coyotes, who's probably gonna need a na- name change uh, if you're gonna be the Phoenix Coyotes, play in Glendale, and everybody right. in Arizona want to come watch you play. So we want to change that. It's gonna be AC like Arizona Cardinals, gonna be Arizona Coyotes. You like that name? It'll work. I don't care. Okay. Uh, well, uh, name name doesn't matter. It's just, you know, how they play, it matters. Well, yeah. we'll talk about them staying yeah. in Arizona because this will cost a lot of money. And then yeah. th- does that does that place have that much money? But the L.A. Kings. Well, and there the was series was the series was two. I thought it went two three two like the uh, NBA used to do or the NBA still does in the finals. Two three two. Because they didn't play it two games. 2-2-1-1-1. 2 2 Okay. Yeah. I thought it was... Uh, well, the NBA, the only time it's 2-3-2 two, two is during the finals. That's what. I, oh, yeah, that's what I said. I yeah. thought it was like the finals. Oh, yeah, NBA. no. 2-2-1-1-1. Two, two, one, one, one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, well, that was good for them. The, the Devils looked like they was going to make things happen when they got... It was a 3-2 series, and it was 4... It was 3-0. I'm like, why you can't close these guys out? Yeah, it, it, it got it, scary. Yeah. I mean, because in hockey, hockey's really the only sport where the 3-0 comeback can actually happen. Because if you go back to New Jersey, it, it's things can change. Yeah, I mean, Game 7 would have been tough. I mean, Jonathan Quick deserved his... He was the third American mm-hmm. to win a Conn Smythe Award. So that was, I mean... He he sucked it up and got through got through the little lull in the finals and and yeah. held it down last night because the goal didn't even matter that he gave up in the second period because they were already up three goals and his war you could tell the way they played this year you, when he got that award it was more so he, as soon as he got it he wanted to hand it off to somebody right, else exactly. he was in a hurry to get rid of it yeah right. he was like bring it, on the don't, big don't, yeah don't yeah, exactly don't isolate <laughs> me because there's no way I could have done it by myself right. it's that, a team sport exactly mm-hmm. and, I, and I like when um. You know, MVP guys, uh, guys who get those top awards, those individual awards in a team sport. I like when they get it over real quick. Yeah, like Greg Popovich did that this year. Yeah. He tried to give it to his coaches, and his coaches ran away when he won coach of the year. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because it took, like, I don't like Marty Schottenheim. I mean, he's okay, but <laughs> but he does a great oh, job Marty. at hiring his staff. His guys around him are, I mean, they're good. They get you ready to play. Uh, if you're not good at something yourself, you hire experts around you. I, I agree. Okay, and I think Marty does a great job at that. I mean, that's all well and good, trying to give it to your teammates. But in hockey, the goalie is the the goalie is the most important player most in all player. sports. Isolated. He's the most important player to a team in all sports. Because it could, uh, because Lindquist would have got it if New York was there. Yeah, but I, he literally, you need to have a hot goalie to get through the playoffs. Right. Like Absolutely. the best goalie can't. Uh, you can't unless you got Crosby on your team who wants more money. Well, but hey. offense, good defense always beats good offense in hockey. I agree. I'm and, a but guy. but defense is it's very fluid. It's different. But it's it's the foundation and the anchor is one guy. You know your defenseman can be strong. Defensemen can be great offensive players in transition. If I'm but your goalie team, needs to be strong if you're going to win anything. If I'm building a team, I'm building from the goalie on out. Um, if I'm building a team, I'm building from the quarterback around offensively. Right, but quarterbacks and sometimes. linebackers and safeties around. I'm building out. I got to have two corners. 
lockdown corner. They don't have to be locked down. One has to be locked down. One has to be solid. Right, and the difference between quarterbacks and uh, and goalies is that you can have a good uh, running back, you can have a strong receiving core that can make up for the for the ill effects of a of a quarterback. Uh-huh. You can have a great defense because the quarterback only plays half the game, if that. So, I mean, that's why I think Joel, the goalie's on the on the ice the whole time. Cindy, what else you got in your notes, your homework notes? Because I see you just staring at space. I'm not staring at space. I'm listening to you guys. I've got this stuff going in my head, but I can never get a word in edgewise. So I'm oh, like, you're, you're like you're about to do like we do. We just talk over each other. You're like uh, <laughs> you're like the ESPN analyst. We're in it's the, a girl like, thing, right? <laughs> no, it, it, she has she has the same colored shirt as she does the pen that she's waving around. No, oh, she's yeah. coordinated. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think about the penalty? You know, there's some conversation about the penalty that they were, what the guy was in the box for five minutes, which allowed the goals to happen. Yeah, the boarding penalty in the first in the first yeah, period. As to whether that was uh, a little overzealous. The five or? minute major, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, in the in the in in the playoffs, I think five minutes majors are a bit too much, especially when they can go either way. Right. And that and that's a bit too much. I think the best thing, and we talked about this on air. The best thing about hockey is when. Uh, when you change in when you change in lines, uh, when you mm-hmm. got the advantage to score on somebody, when you change the line. But in the penalties, penalties have been bad all year. They've been bad all across the board. And I, I think, mean, it was a hard hit. Yeah. I mean, he slammed that guy into the you wall. It was what a is, hard hit. Trying to make a, they're trying to make a point. So well, I and it was that. a hard hit. It was a good penalty. Mm-hmm. And when you're playing in the Stanley Cup Finals, you should be able to beat the penalty. You know, kill the penalties. Right. Or you should be not an idiot and not and not board somebody when because I mean, yeah, when you see the numbers, you don't keep going. Don't that happened with their disadvantage. That happened with the yeah. Coyotes too. The Coyotes, mm-hmm. they were idiots. So many penalties killed them, and they couldn't they couldn't convert on power plays. Uh, the Kings had eight power plays in the first two periods. There were three for eight. In the fr- You're not supposed, to, I mean, especially in the do-or-die game, eight eight penalties. I just hope the uh, Coyotes come back uh, with that same sense of urgency they had at the end of the year. Now, they, as Cindy talked about, they made history. Well, it was easy to make history when you haven't been that far anyway, But which is good. <laughs> it does, I mean, it's a, it's a motivational jump. It's something we can work on and build from. I just hope they come back because we talked about this with the Arizona uh, Diamondbacks that what they did last year, the emergence of uh, after the All Star game, they stopped playing well, and then Justin Upton is, you know, he, everybody looked at him this year to probably be an uh, MVP candidate. Where is he? That's a lot of pressure. He's nowhere to be found. But he got benched, and now he's hitting three thirty. I mean, three fifty. Um, but we needed him. They did have injuries. No excuses for this team. They do have injuries. They do have a great manager in uh, Kirk Gibson. Uh, Chris Young got hurt. That pitching staff went down. Now some of the managers saying one of the pitchers should should have been back. Now he's back, but you know, hopefully the Coyotes come back and, and build off what they had. But they've always been a go into overtime type team. Or, or well, and once you know you can get that close, I mean the hunger should be building greater and greater within you that you know it's possible. And to see a team come from eight to win it. That I, should build some confidence in another team as well, that they're, if they can do it, we can do it. Right, and I just, uh, go ahead, Cindy. And the Coyotes have been playing in adversity the whole time. Every time mm. they make it to the playoffs, all everyone can talk about here is the ownership and are they going to stay and all of the... Too much distraction. There's off so the much ice. distraction mm. off the ice, yeah. and then But they get on the ice and they win, and it seems like it's a side note that they're winning and going to the playoffs, and they're still winning. So the fact that they can do it with no focus on their playing ability... Well, they haven't won anything yet. So well, it's it's hard to keep to people. Well, they, this this is a building. This is a if, if you it's can like, get to it's like you are, a T ball team making it to the championship. That's Ooh. what happened this year. It's like a T ball team. It's like a pat on the head, well done. But it's not going to keep them there. They have to win. Yeah, or they think, have to I, get there next year for them to keep there. them here. What what they did this year that keeps a lot of players there because of, 
those guys actually don't want to ban this ship. They say, we got this far with this team, and all we're missing is a piece or two. Um, yeah. Everything's good. As long as we keep those distractions off the ice that are we going to move back to right. Canada somewhere? Are we going to move anywhere, Minnesota, anywhere else? As long as they don't have to worry about that because the players read papers. And when they when mm-hmm. they read the paper, they see their team and their name up there. Then it's, gonna, it's interesting you. Now you're going to read the article. And everybody's talking about Once it's in your head, it's in your head. You can put it in the back of your mind, but it comes back. Uh, so as long as they don't have those distractions, they can get a piece of the puzzle to get them over their hump. Yeah. Look at this 8C. Now this was a better 8C than a normal 8C would be in the L.A. Kings. But as long as these guys can get over the hump um, – with, a, with another adding piece of puzzle, piece of the puzzle uh, to that team, then it would be good. it's all good. Yeah, I mean the thing is with this, this happened with the Diamondbacks last year. You know they had had a great run. They won the division. They almost you know they almost beat um, Milwaukee. But now they've regressed, and now the same questions arise. You know, Kirk Gibson. It's all well and good the first year. You know, Kirk Gibson did a great job. Blah blah blah. And the same thing this year with with the Coyotes. But if they put up a stinker next year and don't make the playoffs. This will be forgotten. Well, we Unless talk- you make the Stanley Cup, things are forgotten very, very quickly. We talked to um, Junior, and I think we both agree that um, yeah, baseball is a long season. Uh, even, yeah. even I've said on the show that it goes from spring training to the World Series. You played probably playing two hundred some games, so one hundred eighty-two game season. After the playoffs, is when teams start making their run. One hundred sixty-two. Hundred, yeah. But I, I'm adding all the games. He's up. adding all the oh, playoffs. If that's okay with you. Um, I know you got good notes. It's a 182 there. game season. I just no, said 162. Dissension within the team. No, you got, okay. But you want to be 182? 182. Send it to 182. 162. 162. Okay. Uh, anyway. And after the, the, point, yeah. the point is. The point is, after the. Um, after the playoffs, is, I mean, all-star break is when teams start making their run. Teams that can make their run, who have enough uh, ability to do that, who's right there in a hundred things before. And so right, who's going to come out of the fire and right. start, you know, start right. making it happen? Well, could, yeah, I mean, the Dodgers had <coughs> Dodgers shot out of the gate so fast. I mean, Matt Kemp is out for weeks, which Matt Kemp been out for like a month, hasn't he? Yeah, well, he will be. I think he's out six to eight weeks, but. You know they need they need to build some sort of momentum. They need I to build some sort of chemistry. Stephen Drew needs to get off his ass and come back. Uh, he's been he's been out for way too long. That's, uh, that's one of the talks that the guy should have been ready. Well, he here's the thing: up. is he's he's trying to worry about his future next year. He's uh, he's up next year, right? Yeah. So right. so he so, wants to be completely so he can get so he can get a big daddy deal somewhere else. Lock in next year, right. and then he'll come back to playing right. this year. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, he should have been back two weeks ago. Yeah. Well. He, I understand, but that's the business of it because it's, it's right. nonsense. Now you're putting your team, the guys who you go to war with, you putting them at you putting them at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. No, you're putting them at risk. Right. But you know, talking the about season. talking about your point is make your money where you can, mm-hmm. and that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to sell. He needs because baseball's you know all guaranteed, so he needs to make that extra seven eight million for being for being uh, healthy instead of coming back early. Uh, you know, and he's been hurt for the past few years. But okay. that's what an agent's for. And if you're playing and you're doing well, you then should you should be, be able to negotiate sport, better yeah. rather than yeah. sitting out and, you know, saying, look at me, aren't I great? Fire your agent like T.O. Fire his. And, uh, okay, okay, Chad Ochocinco. That's worked out well. Chad Ochocinco signed a one-year deal in Miami. We'll talk about that briefly. But it's probably because of the NFL film stuff. Maurice Jones-Drew. Oh. Two years on his contract. Pay him. You know yeah. They're waiting for Matt Forte to happen. He They're waiting for MJD to blow out his knee so they don't have to pay him. Cromwell Sports Talk. We got Alex Clancy coming up in the second segment. We'll we'll get into that. And then we got third segment down in Dirty with Deborah. Cindy, what we got in the uh, fourth segment? I want to talk about Cheyenne Woods. Cheyenne Woods. So we can talk oh. about Cheyenne Woods and U.S. Open. And the fight. We'll be back in the near future. Oh, yeah, we should talk about 
internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Welcome back to Quamla Sports Talk, second segment. I say Quamla Sports Talk, but it, it goes down with Alex Clancy, Debbie Debris, and Sidney Liska. Is this your Stevie Wonder music? This is what you requested? Yeah, I requested Boogie on Reggae Woman, but Superstition's close enough. Monk, you're the, Monk. Woman. Yeah, I don't want you to sing it. <laughs> I can sing it. I want Stevie to sing it. Let me get some Rob Thomas, too, uh, while you're at it. What? Cindy Lauper and Rob Thomas in the same show? What's wrong with that? Nothing. You're, you're an onion. You don't like a... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds racist to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much money does that cost you? No. Oh, <laughs> I mean, find every... Just like Roger Goodell. Oh, find no, me every second. Find you. I'm trying to find I'm taking a dollar out your check every time you get one. Hey, we'll be, we're talking about the... Uh, okay, we, we have the um, Ocho Cinco. So, Chad Johnson, forget that Ocho Cinco nonsense. Mm-hmm. Chad Johnson signs with the Miami Dolphins. He got released out of New England. Real quick, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this guy. Um, is that a good fit? Because Miami had no receivers. Miami had no one you can even name. Or even if you read who the receivers were, you wouldn't know him. Mm-hmm. Good fit for Miami? Because he has to play uh, the Patriots twice, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He has to play the Patriots. He didn't twice. even play for the Patriots when he played for the Patriots. He didn't. He didn't. And he didn't. I agree. And and I'm glad he got released out of there. Is it like eight catches or something like that? Maybe. Maybe seven. But, but you're right. No, I, like think, I, think no it was, I think it was under 20 for the year. Still. Under 20 or under 30 for the still, year. Still, coming from the caliber receiver he is or was, uh, and that remains to be seen. He signs a one-year deal with yeah, the. Uh, he was the number one receiver by default there. He was well, at, at best in Cincinnati. But in, before T.O. Oh, came yeah. in. Oh, well, you also had Travis Henry, too. Yeah, well, yeah. Travis Henry. Um, For about a year, you had Hushman Zada. But, uh, and Brandon Martian goes to uh, Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. Look out for the Chicago team this year. Definitely. Yeah, well, he lost his mind, too, beating yeah. up his girlfriend. All of them lose their mind. This is why you can't have a girlfriend. you got to have more than one. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> well, words to live by, kids. So, uh, you got to have more than one he, girlfriend. He's not going to get suspended. There was a chance that he was going to get suspended. I think the, I think the charges got dropped or something. They got they got NFL'd, so he's not going to be... See, this is what I don't like about women. This is the one thing I don't like about women. Maybe two, maybe three. But this one right here... We only have an hour Talk show, to us. so... Tell us, what don't you like yeah, about you're, women? Why? Mr. Why would you do this? Because i got to back you up, and they're here. <laughs> well, I'm horrible. They you're horrible you're closer system. than he is. I can kick Kwame. This I can is what hit I you. don't like about women. <laughs> I don't like this about women. And we're talking about these uh, these football athletes... Touching the touching the female, mm-hmm. any kind of way. I don't like when a woman ignores her sixth sense. Women are 
I, I don't like when they ignore their sixth sense. They know this guy's crazy. And you, you hang on. If somebody do something to you once, he's going to do it twice if you allow him to. If you still stay right there, he's going to do it again. All he has to do is say, I'm sorry, it'll never happen again. I was had this on my mind. Women ignore their sixth sense. Women, I already said women, the smartest person in the world was a woman. And she's a crook and criminal. They have a different <laughs> they, they have a different sense than we have that they can fear they can feel and feel and freer fear things. They have the intuitive yeah, they're the intuitive yeah. they yeah, their intuition is at a higher level yeah. usually because they're more more See, if emotional. I gotta, if I gotta hit somebody, I'm walking away from you, I'm never coming back. Right. If I gotta hit you. Right. If I feel like I gotta hit you Oh, I really, 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 really want to hit you. Really, like really want to hit you. Then I'm walking away. Because the first time you call the police on me, then we're going to have a problem. Yeah, but you're absolutely right. I mean, women that hang around with men that are going to abuse them in any way, whether it's physically or mentally. And the same thing can happen the opposite direction, too. I mean, there's women that really abuse men in a lot of ways. Um, and if it's not good for you and you know who you are as a human being, get the hell out because it ain't going to change right. unless there's some major inter- intervention. Also, like another thing I don't like about women, I mean, we're going to get into classic Clancy's Corner, is uh, they always choose the wrong man. Clancy's Corner, right there. Are oh, you ready? Always is a little big. Always but is some, really, yeah. yeah. Always. Some do. Always okay. mean 96% nice of the time. Nice segue, Kwame, because they don't know when they got to go. They means that there's men out there that aren't good for women. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. They don't know the, when you have the right guy. You gotta. Mm. Sometimes you got to. <laughs> well, and that all goes back to who you are as a human being. If you know yourself well enough that you can attract the right person that fits you, but just that, like a team and the culture of a team, it's the culture of a relationship. If, if that woman, I'm glad you said team so we can uh, correlate this to a sport. We will. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> it is a sport. Have you ever been in a relationship yeah. <laughs> dating is a sport yeah knock down one, drag out yeah so you can change teams then dating the sport gotta change teams gotta so, <laughs> get a new um, jersey so uh, <laughs> you gotta get a new bra it's all about the trade it's called bra you get a new bra there you and go. what women get they get a new I don't know Dr. Phil <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Kwame. Dr. Kwame. Not even yeah. doctor, it's Dr. Kwame. Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Oh Dr. Kwame at Okay, okay, <laughs> really? <laughs> All right, let's go to Clay's Corner. We'll talk about this another time, maybe a right. full segment. Another team sport. Clay's Corner, always brought to you by Rock Bar Inc. in Old Town Scottsdale, Fifth and Craftsman, 20% off Okay. if you go into a bartender. That Thursday week. night, baby. Well, all, every day. Yeah, right. Yeah, you didn't come Thursday. I night. came up. Okay. Yeah. Every day, all day. 20%, yeah. 20% off if you go into a bartender. Say Clancy's Corner, you get 20% off your bill. Uh, last week, uh, Clancy's Corner was entitled, Get Off LeBron's Back, Please, because he has no help in Miami. And this one is entitled, Praise LeBron for single-handedly bringing Miami Heat to the NBA Finals. Now, granted, uh, Chris Bosh had some clutch shots last last game. Uh, game seven against the Celtics, Dwayne Wade showed up a little bit. Uh, he, I think he, but he's he's still not he's still not all there mentally. I don't think it's going to be a tough test. Two big threes versus each other. If Oklahoma City beats Miami, this, t- in my opinion, will be the greatest run to a finals to a finals championship in NBA history. You have Dallas. You have who won it last year. Granted, they're older. I understand that. Get off their back. They're still Dallas. They're still veterans. The Lakers, who are the Lakers? This is not me being a homebody. They had two of the best three big men in the league, and Chumps. and well, thank you, and uh, and they had still the anchor of the NBA, even though he's entering his twilight years. And then you had San Antonio Spurs, who won 20 games in a row, or I think 18 games in a row at that point, and. Uh, they ran through them. They went down 0-2 and came back and won four in a row. If they play the best team in the NBA talent-wise and beat them, 
it will be the best run ever, in my opinion. Now, what Miami has to do to beat them is they have to play cohesively, and LeBron has to score 40 points a game. I'm not joking. I'm not saying he has to score 32. I'm not saying he has to score 28. I'm saying he has to score 40 points around a game for them to win because they lack the teamwork that Oklahoma City thrives in. So they have to win on talent alone. And I'm picking, I mean, at this point it doesn't really matter. I mean, but I'm, I'm picking Miami to win in six because LeBron will get over the threshold, he will get over the hump, and he will be known as one of the best ever because he will lead his team to a championship this year. He's already known as one of the best ever, and he hasn't even won a championship, which, which leads me to how people have their favorite, and they put so much pressure on the guys coming out of high school. And I'll say LeBron did what he was supposed to do um, in Cleveland because he was the only one there. He never had any help. He never had any help off the court. Off the court, that's why he can make decisions like um, – I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Now he's in Miami. I, I don't think, I don't think he can hit 40 points. If he hit 40 points a game, they're gonna lose in, in the seven game series. I don't think he should have to do that. He is LeBron. He does a lot of things. 30 points, 35 points, 40 means he's taking an extra seven to 12 shots. 30 to 35 points, get his 10 to 12 rebounds, and his five to seven assists. Dwayne Wade has to show up. I think Dwayne Wade is the X Factor. Chris Ball's gonna do what he's supposed to do, but he has to work with uh, Abaka Sergey. Mm-hmm. He has to he has to deal with him. He has to deal with Kenyon Perkins, uh, Kendra Perkins. He has to deal with those guys. So I also think Wade is the X Factor. If not, then the X Factor is gonna be not James Harden, but Westbrook, whoever they put on him, because Mario Chalmers gonna have to guard him, and that's a little bit over his pay, st- pay yeah, scale. But. Dwayne Wade, they've been waiting all all year for him to show up. But one of the things you did mention, though, the run to winning the championship and the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder will be a good run. They did knock off a lot of a lot of guys. They they knocked off uh, everyone who were champions. Yeah, and I they, mean, and, and they were the uh, they were there was only one other team in NBA history. I think it was the '72 Lakers that beat the two previous year champions on the way to the finals. And with the Lakers in the '72 won. I think I can't remember uh, who they beat, but. They they did um, they did go through and and win the finals that year so that'd be pretty interesting feat also and having your best player being only 23 years old is actually pretty good as well. Well, I think it's interesting too that uh, I've heard some talk around the practice that's going on right now for Miami and how LeBron is showing up a whole lot different than he did last year to practice. That he's a lot Thank more you. serious. He's he's coming in knowing that this actually matters and that he can't half-ass do it like he did last year and expect to win, that he's got to really prepare for it and if he's going to make it happen. And LeBron talking about he doesn't read the papers or doing all that stuff. He don't care who they say is the best uh, player, whether that be him or Kevin Durant. He does care because if he didn't care, he wouldn't change his mentality. That changes in the sixth game or the Celtics game. Um, when he when he stopped that playing around, you never see Michael Jordan Magic playing around the game. Not in, in the finals, not in the, uh, not even the final, but not even playoffs. You never see those guys playing around, Larry Bird playing around with anybody. You don't see those greatest, those great guys. It's go time. It's go yeah. time. Yeah. I don't have any friends anyway during regular season. What makes you think I'm going to have friends during the playoffs? Yeah. That's right. And last year he was looked at, he embraced, quote-unquote, the villain role. Uh, this year, well, that's a good thing, he, well, no, obviously it wasn't. Depends yeah. on it wasn't because yeah. he wasn't mentally strong enough to do it. Yeah. The second year, so this will be the third time in the finals. He wasn't even in the he wasn't even in the first two series, uh, and this one he's going to embrace the hero role. And United States fans, especially basketball, football, it doesn't matter, are so fickle. They will love him if they win. They will love him if the Heat win. He knows that. He's going to embrace the hero role. He's going to have one of the best final series ever. Kobe, lest we forget, has horrible uh, performances in the finals. 
He always has. He's always shot 30%. Shaq carried him. You know, last year Powell and, and Bynum carried him when they won it two years ago. He is going to have an incredible final series because he's over the hump. We talked about it one game. or One game he had 45, 45 10, and 5 Kobe. in game six. No, no, no. LeBron this past in, against Boston. Uh-huh. Changing the guard. He's taken over, and he, it's going to be the wet. It's, I, I think, I think uh, Durant will have something to say about that. Yeah. Well, if we look at Le, um, LeBron against uh, Durant, I mean, LeBron has, has scored more points, more field goal, um, greater field goal percentage, more rebounds, and more assists. Now, he's still got Kevin Durant, who's a scoring leader. You know, he's a better clutch player. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, this is uh, I'm just excited to see the series. I mean, this uh, the, is going to uh, be... That matchup right there, yeah. that's what I want to yeah. see. That's probably what I'll be watching. I don't care who wins or loss, but even... even I do, because I'm going for Miami. But if Oklahoma City Thunder won, I would not be surprised. No, I would love Oklahoma City to win. Yeah. But I'm thinking that I think it's LeBron's time. I feel bad I, if he didn't win this. Like I, I actually I feel, feel bad that no LeBron had no. I, I feel bad that, that as LeBron, a player, as a player, not as a PR guy, as a player, okay. I feel bad. I'd feel bad if he didn't. Well, I, like I think he's finally the, the switch, like you said earlier, yeah. Kwame. The switch has finally gotten turned, and he's now he's now remembering. Part of it is he's remembering who he is and what he's capable of doing, and he's ready to step up and bring all of him to the game. And he's also got the memory of what it felt like last year. Right, and not, all summer long he had to live with the fact that he lost. And not saying that he won't focus just because he's focused that hard and that intense that he's not losing the game. He's going to lose the game, but I like him better. The way he is after Game Six or during Game Six of that uh, Boston Celtics game, the uh, light got switched on because because Magic Johnson and the rest of those guys were, and he told me he don't read the publications. Yeah, he and he don't care who uh-huh. who says what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you hear Magic Johnson them say, and every all those guys, Barkley and all those guys, um, say if he gets more serious, stop playing around. Before that, what were they doing? Laughing and playing around, complaining well, to the referee. And that's a matter of respect too. I and mean, we're talking about a player's respect that right. goes right to the core and the heart of who you are as a player. Because everybody's tired of it. And you talking yeah. about you got sympathy off the court. Maybe that's what the sympathy is. But when you're the greatest, well, not the greatest, when you arguably the best guy in the NBA. You play like it. You better step he up. He does. He play like it. No, he he does play like it. When you're at it. the whole season when he won the MVP, he averaged 35, 12, and six in the, fi- in the in the playoffs. So you saying the MVP couldn't go He's to the best? He's had no guy? help. He's had no help. What? He, what where in um, Miami? Yeah. Are you crazy? Well, Chris Bosh. Are you crazy? Chris Bosh was a little How baby. He's wearing a diaper on the bench. He has for 12 no games. coach. He has no coach. How you say I, he has no help in Miami? I said he should have got fired last year. Top I know 20, he has no coach. Top twenty guys in the league. Three of them on Miami team. What do you mean he has no help? And then he got he uh, has Hazel. no help. Has yeah. the only person who didn't show up this year that we've known to see show up, and this was after he cut his hair, was Haslam. Dwayne Wade has done jack. Dwayne in Wade the playoffs. has played hurt all year, and he still sit. He still commands the best guy on the other uh, opponent's team to guard him. Takes pressure off off uh, LeBron because nobody Kevin, can guard LeBron, and he needs to go to the basket. Nobody can guard Kevin Durant neither. I am, I'm not saying LeBron is guardable. He guards himself Look, when he's playing around. What about on the court. what about the KD LeBron offense defense? He self check. LeBron is self-checked when he's playing around. When LeBron played like he did in Game Six of the Boston Celtics game, yeah. he is yeah. unstoppable. When he's going to the basket hard with three guys and, hanging on him, yeah. still making right. it. And yeah. and he plays. One, he's one of the best defenders in the NBA too. So if he can lock down, that, if he can lock down, if he can muscle up Durant, no that has, has no help. And he plays in Miami with three. In of them. that in that series, he won that series by himself. Absolutely not. It's impossible to do that. Kwame uh, last sports talk. He did it in Cleveland the, for six years. That was Clancy Corner. Brought to you by. Rock Bar Inc., baby. 20% off anytime you go. If you say my name, 25% off. Get out of here with um, that. You have to pay 25% extra. We got down and dirty with Deborah. <laughs> Coming up in the third segment.
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Tune in to a show about making a comeback and what really goes on behind the scenes with your favorite athletes and beyond. Listen for The Comeback Radio Show with Tony Farmer. A lot of people believe what they read on the Internet, hear and see in the media, and on the news. We're going to give our guests the chance to tell the real story without the extra hype. It's not just sports, although that will be a focal point of the program. We'll also look at the world of celebrities, music, modeling, and more. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. If you're looking for a radio show about boxing, you usually can't find one until you stop by the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to Outside the Ring with former world lightweight champion and U.S. Olympian David Diaz. We'll deliver the knockout punches with our guests as we go inside the minds of today's top fighters. We'll throw in discussion of other sports as well from time to time. Outside the Ring with David Diaz airs every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time noon pacific on the voice america sports channel your internet flagship station for sports voice america sports now some of you might still be in that place if you're trying to get out just follow me you can try and read my lyrics off, but it's hey, Welcome back to the forum, the last of the sports talk. Hey, don't, you guys know the Jazz Festival coming up here? Arizona Jazz Festival? Oh, got, Wednesday. Got a great lineup coming up. The Ron uh, Thomas player? It's, uh, I don't know. If he was, <laughs> if he was, I may go. But I know Charlie Wilson, Jamie Foxx. There's going to be a lot of lettuce. There's going to be a lot of people there. Uh, I think it's over at the Wigwam area. So oh, okay. check out the Jazz Festival. It, oh, I mean, it's Jazz Festival. Cause we, do, we do it in Virginia, and... It's always good. It's around the same time, too, here and there. Don't they have a fan fest coming up, too? Isn't it Wednesday night, the Cardinals? Fan f- oh, yes, Wednesday night. The we Cardinals uh, start spring. Uh, it's called their um, uh, camp, mini camp. It's called mini camp. And Tuesday, they got two practices. Wednesday, they have two. But Wednesday night, from 5 to 8 or 530 to 8 at Glendale Arena. And everybody gets in free. Hot dogs are dollars, drinks are dollars. Twelve Something years like old that. gets gets autographed. Twelve it's and under, right. you get autographs. Right, yeah. and um, and it's their mini camp, which mini camp is usually held right after the draft. Right. But with this CBA and getting everybody signed, and it did sign their number one receiver good to a five year deal. Who knows what the numbers are, but and it's air conditioned. Don't get a girlfriend. Yes, and it's air conditioning. <laughs> you got Tourette's, man. Don't, don't get a girlfriend. You just signed a five-year deal professionally. <laughs> um, I hope he's good. Sorry, I hope I hope, I hope Michael Flames. If he, it, he's he's already good. Commander, most times those guys going the first round are good, but now you got to have the right people around him. Yeah. So I think make, they do. Well, they, he has one. I mean, he has Larry Fitzgerald around him. Yeah, that's, that's the best. To, that's to, be, to become a better player and a better person, that's all you need. I think. I'm sorry. Just that's study. Fine. Just study Fitzgerald. Yeah. You know, what he does, how he does it. You it's, know. it's on Fitzgerald. On attitude. Field. It's on it's Larry right. Fitzgerald. How well this guy does, man. You can't change somebody with it. In, what he does off the field. You can, give him, you can give him great examples, but it's right. up to him to choose it's what he's going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's get down and dirty. All right. So I want to look at uh, if you want to win, you need to learn to uh, play by the rules. And uh, We talked a little bit about that earlier today, about the rules and the penalties and such. But what I'm talking about is in any sport, it's imperative to know the rules of the game. And an elite player is going to study the rules and know exactly how to use them to their advantage. If you don't, you're going to get penalized. You're going to lose yardage. You're going to get thrown in the penalty box. You're going to get charged an error or something. It's going to cost you and your team potentially a win. So no matter what, you're going to pay the price of knowing that uh, if you don't play by the rules, you're going to 
you know, you're going to pay the consequences. Now, the same holds true about your mind. You've got to know and understand how your mind works. If you want to win in sports and you want to win in life, know and understand the rules of your mind. And what I'm going to do over the next couple of weeks next, is uh, bring the rules of your mind to you so you can understand what they are, how to use them, because if you don't, you lose. You lose your temper, you lose your focus, you lose your ability to perform, and ultimately you lose your own self-respect. So one of the rules that I want to talk about today is your mind is like a little five-year-old. I mean, it truly is. If we look at a five-year-old, and the same thing with their mind, five-year-olds get easily distracted. They like a lot of shiny objects. They're kind of, it's like your mind running around up there with thoughts of like, oh my God, look at that. Oh, look at that. What about that? Did you see that? You know, it wonders and it wonders what's going to go on next. And it's all over the place. So you don't have the ability to focus if you allow your mind to run around and just think about anything and everything. And it happens in nanoseconds. It's just a lot of, it's an electrical storm going on out there. The other thing to realize is that your mind, just like a little five-year-old, that when you yell at it, it's going to pout, it's going to retreat, or it's going to rebel. So think about it. If you yell at yourself, I mean, I've, I've used this example with players before, and I've, I've you know, used some very negative terms, gotten on the phone and say, you know, I can't believe you did that. You've screwed that up, you know, I'm just ranting and raving at them, and they, you know, I get that dead silence on the other end of the phone, and I say, okay. Now, does that sound like anything you've said to yourself? You know, we hear a lot about bullying and that type of thing, but one of the things that we have to realize is that we bully ourselves more than anything else. And when we do, our mind will retreat or it's going to rebel or it's going to pout. And no matter what, it's not going to be good for your performance. So you have to know and understand that. Now, on the other side of it, our mind craves attention. It simply wants to get noticed. So rather than um, trying to hide or bury some of these thoughts that are going on, we need to just become more aware of them, not make them good or bad, but just determine what is the thought that we're having right now. 92 to 98% of the time, we're not even aware of what we're thinking. So when we can stop and create that awareness and do it very quickly, the more you do it, the more the easier it becomes to become aware of our thoughts. Then we can make a determination of the thought that we're having, something that we want to continue and even expand on. And if so, great, do it. Learn how to leverage how you're thinking. If it's a thought that's damaging or it's going to keep you from moving forward or reaching your immediate long-term goal or short-term goal, let's say you're on the field or even on a golf course. I do it with my golfers all the time that they've just missed a shot and all of a sudden their mind is going through all this, you know, chatter that's going on uh, up in their mind. It's, you know, what are you going to do to get that thought back again, realizing that you're having damaging thoughts, you're yelling at yourself, you're creating an, an havoc within yourself. Notice the thought, bring your attention back so that you can have a thought that's going to help you. You're going to redirect how you're thinking to make another thought more powerful than the thought that you're having right then and there. So if you're having some type of a negative thought, realize that thoughts are just energy. They're not good or bad. They're a signal that you're out of alignment. So therefore, if you can choose another thought, and I'm going to talk at one point in another show about the questions you can ask yourself to redirect your attention redirect your attention back to a positive thought that's going to move you forward and do it with more intensity than the negative thought that's there. The last point I want to make uh, around this is that just like a five-year-old, our brain loves to be praised. When we praise what we did right, even the tiniest things, 
I mean, I use this with guys that, um, when we talked a little bit the other day about guys that have ADD or have problems with attention and those type of things. When you can take and praise any tiny little thing, it actually brings your attention back to the fact that you did something right. If you do it exactly and specifically and bring some emotion into it, the brain starts lighting up. It's that electrical signal that actually starts lighting up, and it's like, whoa, okay, I want more of that. So use some of this in your in your benefit, not only when you uh, are playing a sport, any sport, but also in life itself. Uh, you know what, uh, Deborah at yourclearage.com, that you can email Deborah there. And also check out the web page, website uh, on deborahyourclearage.com. That the brain does work like that. Um, I'm not saying anything you didn't just say, but when when you when you have that feel good feeling, uh, your brain craves that. It's, it, it it gets addicted to. Um, that feeling. I want to continue that feeling. And it works both ways. When you have that that negative mentality or... or you, you, yeah, you, you can go down the tubes or up either one. It's you, your choice. You're used to someone, especially as a kid. Let's go back to... Let's go to a five-year-old, okay, in, in that 10-year span, so 15... You yelling at a kid. A kid only responds to when somebody yelling at them. So, And that's because of the brain. Nobody else uh, there is around to talk to that person or nurture the brain or nurture that kid uh, to feel a certain way, to grow up a certain way and think a certain way. Um... But those negative, those negative and those positive things that the brain likes to have, they it becomes addicted. Absolutely, and, and it becomes addicted, and you want more of that, and your whole demeanor changes when one of those things happens. It's a it's a whole cycle. It's a chemical cycle of, and that's what we've talked before about. You know, we are addicts. We're all addicts. You know, we're just a chemical machine that when we have a feeling that creates a thought that creates a chemical that floods the body, then our behavior starts to change. And it's all it's up to us to choose choose how we want to feel and choose our thoughts. And that way the chemicals that flood our body that creates the behavior will be the behavior that we want to have in our performance on the field as well as in life itself. So almost like Pavlovian, breaking that Pavlovian chain almost? That's, absolutely. The salivating, uh, salivating dog. Yeah. yeah, but you, you really train the, the, yeah, to train your brain to not, uh, to go well, against what you get so well, used to uh, that Yeah, we create, we create patterns all the time. So if we start a negative pattern and then we add emotion to it, you know, you're on the field and you have a bad play and all of a sudden you're cussing and moaning and making up excuses and everything else for the bad play and you do that repetitively, then all your mind knows is, oh, that's what you want is more of that. The chemicals being produced, I want more of that chemical. Even talking about the bad relationships, it changes that's your why body. people will stay in bad relationships because at least it's something that they know, right. even though they don't like it from an intellectual standpoint. It's something that they know, so their body will continue to crave something that feels secure to them. Well, male so or female, they think, in that bad experience, male or female, they think, this is where I feel most comfortable. Right. At, at least I, I, know. At least I know. know. It's the yeah. fear right. of the right. unknown. Right. And, and one of the yeah. things you did say was, uh, and I agree with this, when guys, and, and I go to golf, um, because there's no golfer that has a caddy that's going to yell at them. So, so why would you say those things to yourself? Right. There's no caddy that's saying, you dumb, this, this, mm-hmm. and that. Why would you do something like that? So now, how does that make you feel when you have to hit, when you have to hit that next shot? Right. So as a, when you're out there playing by yourself, uh, and, I, and I do this like because once I first hear that, I'm like, if I had a caddy, no caddy would say this to me. Uh, so right. I, I, was, I was probably about well, four years ago. But no, you got to give yourself positive thinking out well, there. Well, one of the things that I talked to my athletes about, I said, if you had a child of your own or even just a niece or a nephew or whatever that, you know, that did something that you things. didn't particular, particularly like, would you go up? 
to that child, this five-year-old little child, look in their eyes and call them all sorts of names and cuss at them and swear at them and everything else. And they're like, no. I said, then why would you do it to yourself? Instead, learn the tools and the techniques that you can, just like with a little five-year-old, if they're doing something wrong, redirect them to what you want them to do that's right. Give them the path. Show them what it is that they can do that's different. And it's the same thing with our own minds, is we just show ourselves, so if we don't like that, what do we like? What is going to move us forward? What is going to make us play better? Oh, if that's it, oh, I can do more of that. Redirection and positive reinforcement. Absolutely. Well, some parents think their kids are prodigies anyway, so they 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 are so hard on them, mm-hmm. not knowing. Let the kid. Let me see if I can say this without cheek and tongue. Let the kid grow up. Let yeah. the kid grow up. Yeah. And yeah don't don't stamp the ADD thing on them when they're five. When they're just yeah, kids. exactly. Mm, I think I uh, hate junior, titles junior, like that. Junior kid, no. Junior kid has ADD. ADHD or one of those things or CRAZY. Well, the thing is, is legitimate. He, he has C-R-A-Z-Y. He, that, 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 <laughs> that's well, crazy. Well, here's the thing. For you guys, that's we can crazy. Put, we can that? put, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got yeah, yeah. Just making sure. Slow, but not that slow. <laughs> um, <laughs> but here's the thing. We can add a label to somebody, and then they can go read up on it and do all sorts of things and say, oh, yeah, that sounds like me. Oh, yeah, that sounds like it. Any one of us could read about ADD, and I guarantee you, it will Don't sound like it? us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It oh, will yeah. sound like us. Yeah. That's the world that we live in. Yeah. Instead of, if they've been diagnosed ADD, it's not necessarily a bad thing. They've got some major, major possibilities of how they can use that as a skill rather than consider it as any kind of a weakness. Yeah, and, and I like that. If you, if, whatever you have, you, you take it and use it as a positive. And, but I do know uh, Spivey, and Spivey talked about this on air uh, a few times, and you, you've heard him mention Right, that. exactly. He, he actually does. He's sitting at second base and can't think. He's thinking about other stuff and yeah. doing a game. How old, how old is this kid? Uh, 10 or so, I don't know. Something seven, like that, seven, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe but the thing ten. is, that's where I go back to, and like I say, I'll do it, maybe I'll do it next week, is talk about the questions that we can ask ourselves, because our brain is a problem-solving machine. So as long as we give it a question, it will solve the problem. We just have to know what questions to ask us, ask it to get the right answer. I think you can reverse anything um, for the most part or get to some normalcy. Um, let's say you got ADHD, ADD. Mm-hmm. Um, put the right people around you, you can reverse those things. And then you can start well, thinking, you can you can do different techniques and tools and games exactly. to play. I was diagnosed a whole bunch of years ago. Um, I was told that I was uh, type 2 diabetic. And I said, well, that's your term, not mine. Right. You know, will I take the medication? Yes. I took the different medications and stuff. I invested two years of my time every morning doing some manifesting and meditating on the healthiness of my body. I take absolutely no medication. I've lost over 70 pounds. And I've not for, mm, I don't know, five years or more, um, had my HbA1c be in the diabetic range. Well, we can change, we can actually change, scientifically proven, biologically proven, we can change our DNA by our belief systems. And that, we don't, we'll get to it uh, real quick. It's okay. Good. <laughs> oh, be passive aggressive about it. <laughs> hey, that was down and dirty with Deborah. That was brought to you by yourclearage.com. <laughs> you get 20% off. <laughs> I'm lying. You uh, got to talk to Deborah about your percentage. You got to call me. Like those yeah. who would like to be hypnotized, they have to call me. I know you guys are going to keep talking. I would have had time. Come on, let's talk. We'll be back. Uh, we make the uh, time we'll, here. Cindy, we'll, let you, we'll, we'll bring up your uh, homework, your notes. Your homework. Come on, let sports talk. We'll be back in the future. <laughs> Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
If you want to talk about the East Coast sports scene, particularly from the Southeast, make sure you tune in to the Jeff Owen Show every Tuesday. Yeah, we'll talk about some of the other teams and news that's out there, but host Jeff Owens and co-host Tasha Humphrey know the inside and out of the Georgia college sports world, and they were born there, raised there, and still live the scene. We'll talk about every sport imaginable. Tune in on Tuesday at 7 p.m. East Coast time, 4 p.m. in the West, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back to the Quantum Last Sports Talk. We are back. That was Down and Dirty uh, with Deborah. Segment, uh, third segment. We got the fourth segment, so we're going to go to Cindy Notes. But we do want to talk to Pacquiao fight and maybe mm-hmm. some golf also. But Cindy, um, the um, Arizona Fest, when is it? It's October 26th, 28th at the Wigwam Resort Who's in there? Litchfield Park. Who's there? Litchfield uh, Park. See, Ray good. Charles, Rick Braun. Jamie Foxx not there? Oh, Ray Charles, duh. Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Doing the music of Ray Charles. It sounds like Ray Charles. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, he sounds so much like Ray Charles when you he close does. your eyes. He's so good. Yeah. Who else did We got to see Ray Charles. He sang um, God Bless America right in front of us at the World Series. Mm. Oh, unbelievable. Ray Charles is a historian. That He's guy. amazing. He was amazing. That guy changed, the, uh, changed everything in uh, Alabama. Alabama still. You feel well in Alabama, Alex. Uh, uh, Alabama, that's still a different place. Mm. They love you down there. I'll bet. Yeah, you feel right on there. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Cindy, Racist you unite. Play well, some funky music, white boy. <laughs> <laughs> you get out of balance so fast, it'd be crazy. Cindy, what do we have? Oh, on whatever. Your nose? Get out of here with that. Do you want to do golf first? Huh? Whatever you got on your nose. Well, I just wanted to say Cheyenne Woods, last Thursday, Tiger's niece. Never hear anything about her. All of a sudden, she turns 21. She played in her first LPGA tour. First you ever hear of her. I think that's impressive to not ride. Well, I, With I, Tiger's I, my uncle and I'm playing in the same sport, I'm riding him all the way. But you're never, you're never going to be good. You're never going to be who you're supposed to be. I think that's one of the things she did was... Uh, she did it right. She, yeah, and Tiger okay. stayed out of her spotlight, too. Right. He yep. did. He stayed yeah. out of her spotlight and let her become that golfer because... I could have did that with my uncle. Uh, I mean, so that all of us could have did it with somebody, whether in sports or life. But then you're never going to find out who you're supposed to be. You may be good at it, but you're never going to be great at it because you're still holding on to somebody else or you're still living under somebody else's shadow. So Tiger Woods, I thought, did a great job with that. Okay. And, and I, okay. Met, um, I met uh, Cheyenne years ago. She was just a baby. She's about five or seven. Mm-hmm. And I say, who's that little pretty girl golfer? Mm-hmm. And you, you called me to send Dusty guy. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, I've never looked at a kid like that. Oh, that's a. She, well, you should have kept that off the yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> well, I, no, I'm just saying. I'm telling you the truth. I, I say, who's that? Somebody said, Shine, who's that? Tiger's niece. And then. Would you want to ride the coattails of your social pariah, polygamist uh, 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 uncle? 
five years ago or seven years ago, she yeah, it might be a little her. bit different. After he goes, after he goes nuts on the whole United States cheating on his wife. Who are you talking about, Tiger? Yeah, mm-hmm. you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to ride the coattails of that right now. Yes, I would. Yeah, and yes, I would. nowadays, if, if I was that guy, I'm, I'm not. I don't. I didn't ask Tiger was. I didn't. I've never asked Tiger was this. I've never asked him anything. I just wanted to be entertained by who he was as a golfer. I never said Tiger was teach me how to raise my kids, teach me how to be a better husband. I never asked those things because it comes who, with the territory. Because he, your territory. Because no, it comes is, with the territory it, being it comes a cel- somebody who don't have anything. It, celebrity, you open to a whole lot of things. True, you open to me getting in your personal business and all that. I, but I'm saying me personally, I've never said oh, he's a. He's the best golfer in the world, but he's a crappy husband or crappy sure. father. I don't That's know fine. how he fathered his kids. I That's don't fine. know about what was going on in their house or what she did or what he did. That's his personal business. If I want to write a story, then I'll write exactly whatever I've seen in the, all these um, on, online circuits, Internet circuits, what's in the paper. Yeah, I will write that stuff. But to answer your question, if Tiger was my uncle, yeah, you, you would know Tiger was my uncle. But he, he would not be in my sports life. It would be a phone call, and that's it. It wouldn't be show up here and show me how to do this so people can see you. It would be I'm doing my own thing. Let me let me work on my game. If I make it, I make it. If not, I'm always play golf forever. Mm-hmm. I respect that because nowadays, too, it's so hard to get. There's so many people doing so many great things. It's hard to be seen. It's hard to get that break. And when you have someone that can open those doors for you, I respect her so much for not utilizing those to, for not utilizing that and doing it on her own and wanting to make her own name, we don't know. We don't associate. I would associate her with Tiger Woods, except for that's her uncle. How do we know that she hasn't utilized it? She, we don't. She may have utilized his skills and learning from him. So if type I was of calling Deborah, you would never know. I would say it's the same thing. I will give my uncle a call about certain things. Like, right, Anna, can you give me some advice on how Tiger to do this shot better? She can use a lot, but she's utilizing them on a personal level. She, uh, yeah. Not right. on we'll a, see how, we'll see level. how well, Not from a public level. We'll see how well she does on the LPGA Tour and how long she's on there. She it's did tough. miss the cut. Yeah. She did miss the cut. Well, so well, she, she got to a We'll cut. see if the name does or does not show something in about a year from now if she's still playing golf I on hope the LPGA it does. Tour. I hope it shows up. So do I. That's going to be, media is going to bring it in. Media is going to bring it in, but golf is, and rightfully so, because it's a story but golf is tough anyway. Just to get to uh, into a golf tournament, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of guys, uh, male and fe- there's a lot of male and female women, women and men that can play golf. That's not on professional tour. That you would look at these guy and this girl and say, why she's not on tour? Why he's not on tour? It takes more than just having that skill set. Right, exactly. So obviously she used his name to get on the tour, which is taking away no, everything no, that we she's just been, said. If, see, you just hearing the story. I've, I've seen her when she was five, and I've seen her working with a coach. I played golf when I was five. Look at you now. Yeah, yeah but every, you every have, day, all day. You have day. no aspirations. She plays every day, all day. You have no aspiration to be a golfer. She does. That's fine. That doesn't mean she's good enough to be on the LPGA Tour because she's Tiger Woods' niece. She is good enough. Have you been watching her? You, watch the women that play golf and watch Tell me her. when she makes her first cut. Then we'll talk. I wouldn't care. I'm, I'm just being a realist here. I'm not. I'm not, trying, I'm not trying to crash everything. What, what are you being yeah. real about? Is what I'm asking. Because you're talking like I'm being real. You're talking like that. she's not good. If she would have said her name was Cheyenne Smith and she know Tiger Woods, you'd probably be saying the same thing. What? <laughs> you'd probably be saying the same thing that she know Tiger Woods. No, I know a lot of people. Uh, we know a lot of people in this room that she's that's, Tiger Woods' blood. Okay, so. So she you're saying that she didn't jump a few spots ahead in qualifying school to get onto the tour? Are you you're crazy? High, you're out of your mind. See, you don't know what you're talking about. All How do you jump a few numbers. spots? You can't, you can't because it's Tiger. You have to go you out and play. Numbers. You can't. You what are you play. talking about? Okay, this is not a Manny checkers. Pacquiao lost that fight, even though it was on national TV. Okay, let's talk about Cheyenne Wills. And then, cause, so your point is valid. Because I want to see what you. I want to know where you're going with this and why you're saying what you're saying. If I 
if I'm Tiger Woods, I'm staying on my nest, niece and nephew's business unless they call me. I'm not showing up here and there because that's how golf I'm is already about. tough. Now, when she makes a cut, she's not jumping in front of anybody to go no. to the LPGA tour. You can't do that. How, you ex- explain it to me how you can do it. Everybody's watching. Explain it to me how you do it, and I would do it. I would jump in front of somebody, especially in golf. In golf, that's what I'm talking about. In golf, you can't. Ju- your numbers. You're saying up. you can't. You're play. saying that Tiger Woods has no has no pull on that's her making exactly the LPGA. Absolutely. Out of your mind. Out of your mind. Exactly He's the saying. best golfer ever. He's the best golfer what is he, ever. What is he, what is he, what is he, he has nothing to do with anything. What, well, how what do, do you mean it has nothing to do with how anything? Does he, um, you, Are you serious? You still sleep. That's what I'm figuring. No, out. I'm getting to no, the point that you still no, sleep. No, I'm being Tell real. Me, I'm being real. You're golfer. being you're being fairy tale. I'm being real. You three are being fairy tale. You, oh, it's so nice she made it on her own. She did not make it on her own. It's how Tiger does he help her get to the PGA tour? Explain the details of how you can take because his name he has and buy more your way pull, up or pull. He has way more up. pull in in this sport than any other athlete in any other sport. Okay, See, that's where I'm thinking. Agreed. Okay, so he has a lot of pull. That's great. But how do you change the score on a scorecard? I've said my. Point. Okay. Deborah, say that again, Deborah. Stuff, please. Stuff can disappear. Stuff can be smudged. You're an idiot. Stuff You're an idiot. Thank I, you. I'm starting to believe Thank with you. you. I'm starting to believe it because that don't make that your, your argument has. This is an individual sport. You have to go out there and play. How do you change the score on a scorecard if you don't? It can be smudged. Score? Things can be things can be changed. You're things can be. Oh, You're that's fair. Yeah, smudge. Huh? Too many people so are to watching. Speak. This stuff is on Alex. No. Alex, no, no, maybe. Look at Manny Pacquiao. Maybe he won know. a fight and he lost. Maybe. Boxing. So what? That's Boxing. a whole different way of scoring. So what? Yeah. It's a whole different, different way of scoring, score. but it's scoring. Okay, see, so obviously you don't change. know how to score. Though you got three judges in the scorecard. When I'm playing against you in golf, I have your scorecard. You un- have my scorecard. I understand that. So, so you gonna tell me this is this being on? I have your scorecard. You have mine. There are ways. To get around anything. So she jumped every year to the PGA Tour. No, I'm sure she's a good golfer. No, okay? I, I, I don't think, sure, think she's Thank God this show's almost over. I'm, sh- I'm I, sure yeah, she's a good golfer. I'm sure already. I'm sure she's a good golfer. But she might not be LPGA, uh, uh, you know, done. worthy yet. You know what? I don't know what to say to this clown. This guy's crazy. Thank I you. I mean, I mean, it don't, doesn't I make think, sense what you're saying. So I'm going to change everything. I think the fights need to be um, need to be scored like they do My in God. the Olympics, where they ring the bell every right. time you get a hit. You ring the bell. You have to have three rings of the bell in order for I it to count those as judges, a point. Those judges should never. Um, they should never judge another boxing match. Not a title, title fight. There's like desert around Las Vegas. 74 years old too. The guy that. Quamalas Sports Talk. Alex Clancy, Deborah Debris, Cindy Liska. We'll see you guys in a week. Maybe, Maybe. some of us. Some of us. Some of us. I won't. I might not be here. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. 